Hey friends, it's Jace. Oh yes, it's Char. And you're tuned in to Kiss and Tell Radio. All right. It is May. It's gonna be May. It's not only May. We record on Wednesday. It's May 2nd. I've been mm-hmm. 30 for five months. You all know oh I'm weird. Oh my gosh. Is I, everyone's phone on silent? I hope so. This show is PP. PP, are you with me? You can't you can't acknowledge him without me reading his bio. Oh, my bad. Jeez. PP's you didn't even here, ask y'all. me how I was doing. Hi, Char. How you doing? I'm okay. You look good. Thank you. What color is your eyeshadow? It's just a little neutral, a little, you know, a little knick snacks. I was like, little, it looks like copper. It is a little copper. Like fresh little, with some Liberty. bronze flecks. Mm-hmm. It's been on since early this morning. I had a weird sleep thingy last night and a weird nightmare to wake me up Tuesday. Oh. It involved a mass shooting. Jesus. I was just so messed up. But anyway, I wouldn't be so, too far fetched. So, you guys, we have a special guest, per the usual, in studio. <laughs> This person has gotten on my nerves for the past four years, but, you know, it's unusual. Normally, we have this person here with his bandmate, but we decided to try something new this time. So, we have Prince Pierre. He's an award-winning rapper and singer from Chicago, Illinois. He first garnered our attention for his poetry and dancing on YouTube in 2007, which later led to him becoming a member of the international music duo, The Freaky Boys. By the way, next time you guys go to South Korea, I can go now because my passport. Anyway, collectively, their music videos have accumulated well over 3 million views. And in 2013, Pierre was listed as one of YPC's top 50 LGBT people everyone should know. He's been seen on Power 105.1, The Breakfast Club, Revolt TV, Logo, The New York Times, Out Magazine, The Chicago Tribune, Char Says So, and more. Aside from serving (laughs) as CEO for an upcoming tech startup named Airfare, Pierre is also the CEO of a nonprofit organization named the Royalty Foundation, which is dedicated to promoting positive images of people of color, especially those within the LGBTQ community. All in all, Prince Pierre considers himself a jack of all trades. With the accolades to match. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Come on, trade. You know, I'm the jack of all trades. Jacked of trade. Ooh. the trade. Ooh. How are you, Pee Pee? What's up, Jace? Hey, Char. Hello, Pierre. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Again, this is your second time doing Kiss and Tell, I was wondering. Right? I thought it was my third. Is it the second? I think it's your second. Okay, it's it's the second. second. But, Char, were you here when they were here last time? I don't. I feel like I yeah, wasn't. Yeah, it was Kendall that wasn't here. Oh, really? Because I remember it was I that feel, month I don't that we had remember, the Yeah, I don't remember the. I don't remember doing a show with y'all. Y'all hang out too much. I promise to God. <laughs> Jace told me that you all had been on the show before, and I was like, for real? It's been, listen, it's been a lot going on. And we on. had a lot of wine that day. Yeah. Oh, we were drinking oh, on yeah. air? Yes, we were. Oh, God. Please don't go look that up. Ooh, um, that was last November, guys. Anyway, um, so how was everyone's weekend? My weekend's good. I am happy that it's May now because Cinco de Mayo is coming up. Even I better though, not see any of you magas with sombreros and, and enjoying mm-mm, tacos. Mm-mm. Um, but my Kanye. so you guys know I know um, you guys are on I'm on a fast from sex and booze all spring. Mm-hmm. So it is um, Memorial Day weekend. So it's now May. So I'm on the final stretch to um, 
you know, ratchetness yeah. again. And you have been honoring your fast? I have. Because from have. what I've seen, you have, but I don't know what you do when I don't see you or I don't see you on social media. Yeah, no drinking. And I've been out. I've been still actively, mm-hmm. like, being social. I've tried and, to get you to drink. Yeah, I've been bought shots. I got a whole bottle of wine from my grandma um, this past weekend. Your grandma's so cute. She's adorable, right? She's and so you cute. haven't been sleeping with anyone? No. What about people sleeping with you? No, not vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> There's been no sleeping with anybody except like Z's catching them. But yeah, it's been good. And actually, it's been um, a moment to reflect on myself because it's been so long. Because usually I take breaks like every once in a while. Like, I'll do like a month without drinking or a month without cussing, a month without sex. Without cussing? Yeah. You're that off. cognizant that right. you can. Who, who thinks like this much? It's hard. Profanity is so ingrained in my vocabulary. I know, I but w- it's, a, it's a discipline thing and it's cool and it's fun. Just see if I could do it. Words are, actions are easier than words. Yeah, no, for sure. When refrained. I've caught myself, but it took like a week to kind of get adjusted to my new vocabulary. But after that month was up, I was back to cussing like a sailor. Let's start a negative thought challenge. Mm. Every time you have a negative thought, drink, cuss, clock it, <laughs> clock it, and work through it. Work through ways that you can dig yourself out of that hole. Stop it before it gets you. Oh, I do that. I do that too. It's in but the it, secret. It's, it's like a muscle that you have to flex, yeah. and it's in Eonless new book that I've yeah, just been like anything that's self-help. like self help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keeps people off the ledge. Pierre, how was your weekend? It was pretty fun. I went out on a date Friday. Oh, I bet you had a boyfriend. Andy. With your boyfriend. <laughs> speak, speak up, Pierre. <laughs> speak. Oh, I'm Welcome fine. to Kiss and Tell <laughs> right. 2018. I'm just, I'm just finding the tweets that are speak out there in public. <laughs> so you... <laughs> you got a nigga or nah. I went on a date Friday. Okay. Um, Saturday, <laughs> I entertained some of my homegirls who were celebrating the anniversary for their sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Incorporated. Shout out to y'all, even though y'all got a sex ring going One on. One chapter in Georgia. Allegedly. Allegedly, to pay those those high, those initiation fees. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Ooh, Ethel. I had a football game Saturday, then Sunday, of course, I'm always emceeing at The Rage in West Hollywood. You do that every Sunday? I do that every Sunday. Where but have I'm you the, been, Jay? I'm the house. I've been in a in a couple of years. I'm the house MC. My name is everywhere. His name is all over the all flyers over the and everything. Kudos. I, let me stop by. Yeah. Do I get VIP treatment? Yeah. Amen. And you come to the bar. We get you some free drinks when well, your when your shit is yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> when, my, when my shit starts, actually. Oh yeah. Oh oh oh, judge. <laughs> Myself, so I. Yeah. Uh, I had a very, very productive NABJ meeting mm-hmm. on Saturday. I'm, it was, I'm mad I missed it. It was so good. It was so reaffirming to be, to, to hold court. Very rarely, like NABJ has a lot of men, the LA chapter. And so there was a, a lot of women there, I guess, mm-hmm. new recruits or guests or whatever. And there was but a it was, panel, too, of the women, right? Yes. Yeah. And it was so refreshing because one of the women works a full-time corporate job and does journalism part-time. And I don't really get to have mm-hmm. conversations with freelancers mm-hmm. like that. And then um, I was talking to this guy who is a writer. And everybody was just what I appreciated about this meeting is people were being so transparent because in L.A., I think regardless of industry, people fake the funk and make it seem like Mm -hmm. it's something that it's not. And mirrors. This one guy was saying that he works for like four different publications and 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 freelancing is not easy. It's not glamorous. It's not easy. And he's you know, there's payment windows like one publication says that they'll pay him in seven to ten days. Another publication has up to 45 days Mm -hmm. to pay him. 
Mm-hmm. So it's a constant juggle of income and finances, and it's like chasing your pass- passion project, but it's not easy to get a full-time job. I've learned this even as like a writer. Like even if I were like, oh, you know, skip the broadcasting side. I want to write full-time for Essence or the LA Times. It's very hard to get on as full-time. Like I can be a featured writer and get a couple hundred. Right, right. But, and that is, you know, and then how do you protect pitches? Like it was good stories. Like how do you protect pitches when you pitch something and they tell you, oh, no, thanks, we're not interested. And And then then, you see mm -hmm, it pop up. mm -hmm. It comes across your Twitter timeline two weeks later with someone in-house who investigated and wrote it. You stole your idea. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it's It's a messy industry. And what I also appreciated is that people talked about like freelancing how it's literally like the wild wild west and i never thought about it that way but there is no handbook to this like as far as rate negotiation there are people that demand 300 dollars. i'm just throwing right, examples right, demand right. but if you don't want to give me 300 there are other people that'll do it for 100 mm-hmm. and there's no sense of camaraderie sorority fraternity like it's the wild wild west every woman for herself every man for himself every day for themselves and <laughs> people just out there just doing whatever there's no guideline and i was like this shit is crazy mm-hmm. all these people with blue check marks by their name the thought leaders the article writers for new york post and and all of these publications and everybody's out here Fighting. winging it. Broke. Uh-huh. Broke, broke and boots. winging it. Uh-huh. Well, I shouldn't say broke, but, you know, fluctuating in Right. Well, that's freelance in general. I was actually talking to a friend today where he has, I mean, living nice. And he was just like, well, I need a job. Yeah. And, like, that's how they work. They work on different jobs and stuff like that. And so I, I don't think I've ever – last full-time job I had was Abercrombie. <laughs> and that was, like – maybe five, six years I don't think ago? I've worked a full-time job since I've been in L.A. within the past four years. Yeah. Everything I've been has been part... Well, the, with the exception when I first was with LAUSD, and that mm-hmm. was only for like two months right. that I was full-time. Shelby. Yes. <laughs> that was only full-time for like two months um, before I became part-time. So... Also, I ended up letting loose. Shout out to St. Huron. I got the I email. Coldest winter. All of those. Did you see my chaperone, Kendall Jamal? Yeah, I walk up like auntie. Yes, everybody was, you. everybody was calling him auntie, grandma. Nina even poked fun and said, I know a respectability speech was said. So friends out there listening, Char was bent over. I don't know what was going on in the background. It was like a projected. Yes. So there were different rooms. So Solange had different channels. Uh So on these channels, it was similar to my birthday party a few years ago where we had the TV and it was Destiny's Child videos playing on mute. But we were doing other stuff. So it was different channels. So it was like. Uh, Diana Ross in The Wiz. It was the Honorable Louis Farrakhan um, at at whatever event it was in 1985. It was Double Dutchers, Praise Dancers. And it was like this mix, like this groove. And I almost cried twice because I did get really drunk. So I was really, this was the drunkest I was in a while. I finished, I polished off the Bossard. Are you back drinking hard liquor? Polished off? Yeah. (laughs) Because you were wine for a very, very long time. Yeah, because I didn't like the way hard, but it's only on occasion. Like I probably won't drink hard liquor again until like Memorial Day. But I finished off, I had two shots of Bossard left and uh, and Jackie gave me that bottle Labor Day 
of 2016. So it's been cooking in the cupboard. Uh, Literally. I had two oh, shots of that. No comment. And then when I got to the St. Huron party, the drinks were like $10 a piece. I only paid for one. The other three I got for free. So I had four drinks on hey, top Daddy. of <laughs> I got four drinks on top of two shots of Bossard. So the DJ's cranking it. Bickenhead comes on. I lose my mind. But I almost cried because for whatever reason on the playlist, they had Order My Steps. Church kids out there, you know the song. Order the, my yes. Steps. Imagine being sloppy drunk <laughs> in a club. So it's not like your car speakers. You are in a function and it's blaring. And you going through personal shit. <laughs> and you drunk. Then and that soprano comes in. Oh, humbly I ask thee, teach me your will. I was like, ah! And, and then, then you were bent um, over? Yep. No, I said I was bent over for Bickenhead. Oh. I was crying for Order <laughs> My Steps. And then they played, for whatever reason, X Factor. And then that just, oh, yeah. that got to me. I mean, oh, that gets to everybody. Yeah. So, what an uh, emotional roller coaster you yeah, were on. Well, they so, really shout tried out to Salon. If you go to my Instagram, which is Char Says So, my most recent picture, I put like on the slide, the second one is like the playlist and it tells you what was playing in the rooms. Mm. But the, the DJ was interjecting his own stuff in there too. But it was very, it, it was designed to send you through an emotional roller coaster because it's an art exhibit slash party. So mm. it's like get in where you fit in. So that's what yeah. I did. And then on, Sunday morning, I what did you do? What? went and collected because <laughs> Saturday night got kind of weird, and so Sunday morning I went and got my stuff from Kendall because I had left some stuff. Um, what type of stuff? Like my charger, I needed okay. my charger and stuff, and then we ended up going to the Hudson and having chicken wings. And on our way out, we ran into someone that we saw at Saint Huron. And, uh, yeah, I was looking like yesterday. Like, I didn't have any makeup on. I had on a hoodie and leggings. I thought I was going to be in and out. And Was our waitress at the Hudson the girl we met when we went no, to the No, she Hudson? wasn't. We actually had to eat at the bar. Oh. We, we walked in and said table for two. They said, it's going to be a t- about a two-hour wait. I said, excuse. Y'all don't do reservations? <laughs> this was off off a cuff. I was hungry. I didn't want anything drive through ish so, yeah. It's crazy because on my date on Friday, this is just the plug I have at the Tart. Um, mm-hmm. they don't do reservations anymore and he made it there before oh, really? me and when I got there he was sitting down waiting and I was like what are you waiting for and they was like, he was like they said it's an hour wait and my homegirl the manager ballhead uh-huh. bitch, I walked over there I said oh we not waiting an hour she was like we'll sit you right now yes. and he That's was why so it's important. impressed he was like oh you important Okay, it's important to make out. friends at restaurants <laughs> yes. um, my- and everybody all the gays were there, so they They're were waiting there. too, and they were like, <laughs> oh, well. who is him? The to cute come? black guy was at the Hudson, though. We, okay. He always speaks to me. I, yeah. He's been there for like two he's years. Cute. And he is hetero. Because mm. people be asked. <laughs> he cool. He cool. <laughs> um, so before we get into the rest of the topics, I just want to acknowledge that Serena Williams' documentary uh, called Being Serena is streaming now on HBO Go. Go check that out. It premiered Wednesday night. Congrats. Set It Off, which is Pierre's favorite ooh, movie. Ooh, ooh. The stage play starring Kyla Pratt, Demetri McKinney, LaToya Luckett, and Debrat Tat Tat is in town. Kyla at the or- Pratt. Yeah, at the Orpheum Theater. And uh, they're here today, tomorrow, and Sunday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The fourth, I kind of want to see that. The fifth, and Let's the go, Jays. Do you want to go? Friday. I mean, today. Will your boyfriend be upset? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you and I also, are good girlfriends. We don't sword fight anymore, Jace. Also, 
Oh, wow. Oh, Judge. Do I need to leave? No. Also, Dear White People Season 2 premieres on Netflix today. Check it out. I love Season 1. We have waited a long time for Season 2. And, um, yeah. I Speaking of Netflix, has anyone checked out uh, the Racial Divide, Rachel Dolezal's uh, documentary on Netflix? <laughs> have you checked it out? I did watch it. Oh, uh-huh. I did. No, I saw Travell's write-up. Travell did a write-up for the LA Times, and he said, you all know Travell. Travell was on the show a few weeks ago. And, and so they said that uh, that like the write-up was designed so that we wouldn't have to watch it, but the write-up kind of intrigued me <laughs> mm-hmm. to like, like I needed to see for myself so I could have talking points if it ever came up from the water cooler. It was very interesting. And Rachel, I don't, I really don't know what to say. <laughs> like, <laughs> what it, is she going through? It just, isn't I, she braiding she's hair still now black? too? Yeah, she didn't lose, lose one client. Wow. Lost plenty of friends. And she's a pariah in Spokane, Washington. But she, uh, she yeah, braids hair. Yeah, yeah, okay. she does hair out of her. That's the only job she. No one will hire her, and her area of expertise is like civil rights, like African American <laughs> stuff. Like that's her lane. Bye, girl. And no one will hire her. It's an interesting documentary. I'm not encouraging you all to watch. I'm but watching if you, it. If you would like to check it out, it is on the Netflix now. We have two Chicagoans, myself and Pierre. Pierre's a little bit more Chicagoan than I, considering he was Ooh. born and raised in the inner city. I'm okay. a suburban girl. I'm from the west side. Um, so it's been a shitty week for us. Between the likes of Robert Kelly and Kanye Omari West, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because by this time, you all listening have heard it from all of your favorite podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but R. Kelly, what do we think about this Mute R. Kelly campaign? About time. The time of reckoning is swooping down. What do we what do we think about it? I'm so here for it. <laughs> UIC Pavilion canceled his show. I know. Yeah. Um, and then you put that video up on this Twitter. Like, I don't and know he said, why I don't they know why. Me. Yeah, keep playing. Keep saying it. Uh-huh. Just keep saying it. Keep like, saying it out like, loud. Look at the history Convince of the past hope. 20 years. Because you certainly, 20, it's been about 30. 30? R. Kelly's Damn. been doing this for decades. Remember, he married Aaliyah. Yeah, when she was 15. Allegedly. He, no, there's a marriage certificate. But the certificate says she was 18, and I'm not But she up was R- 15. Are you pro I'm not taking R. Kelly? Up, no, I'm not pro R. Kelly. I'm not pro anybody. I'm pro Pierre shit. But I'm just saying allegedly because There's all a of marriage it is still allegedly. <laughs> and that girl was 15 well, years old. 30 years That girl was 15 years old. Fuckery. This man recorded himself. There's a sex tape of him. I saw with my own two eyes in eighth grade. But that... He was found not guilty. The girl didn't show up to testify. She said it wasn't her in the video. Yeah, because the money was good. R. Kelly has a notorious <laughs> reputation of abusing women mm-hmm. for the past about three decades. And no one gives a fuck because no one cares. If his victims would have been any other race, he would have been under the jail by now. But no one cares about black oh, yeah. women. Little white girls. Are you kidding me? Any a little anything other than black girls. Literally anything. Yeah. Um, and so I think that this day of reckoning is long overdue. I've been purposely inactive on Facebook because there's so much harmful rhetoric. Like Twitter, I can kind of create my own safe space. Facebook, I realize how many women and men, but particularly women, are conditioned to be mm-hmm. misogynistic and talk about fast tail little girls and do not talk about the specific. Like no blame is on our. It's all on the fast tail girls. Mm-hmm. It's not on the grown ass man that's being predatory and seeking out <laughs> these girls and hanging out in high school parking lots. Right. I know girls in close proximity. R. Kelly had a house in Olympia Fields, Illinois. I'm from the South Burbs. I am from Homewood, and I have stories <laughs> from girls that if it was not them, then it was their cousin. If it wasn't their cousin, then it was a God brother's little sister from church. There are plenty of receipts floating around 
Chicago, I don't know if it's a nationwide thing, but Chicago, the streets talk and the streets have receipts as it pertains to that man. And he's been doing it for years and people need to disassociate themselves from the cognitive dissonance. Yes, the man has a great catalog. Very talented. And no one's taking away from that. Right. And however, he is a monster. (laughs) Trash. He is a monster. Smut. I'm all for muted R. Kelly. I don't listen to R. Kelly. Like, I don't know anything past. Well, and you know what? Someone also brought up, uh, it's shout out to Jamila Lemieux. Uh, Who blocked me on Twitter, by the way. One of my my favorite people. But she brought up how black women, how we really need to do a little introspect because black women are the ones buying the tickets to his shows. Oh, yeah. But Jamila's also How old was your first boyfriend, Shar? My first boyfriend was older than me. He was three years older than me. And how old were you? I was 14. However... And I think... When I turned 17, (laughs) the thought of a 14-year-old repulsed me. And even when I was 16, I've been very open on this show. I messed with a 25-year-old. I was the the uh, there was I, I was messing with the 25-year-old. These people have issues. I think I think because I know for a fact, like a lot of the female women I hang around, like when they were younger. There's a joke that went on Twitter was like, now that I'm older, I realized that my boyfriend needed to be locked up. Right. Like a lot of. <laughs> Black women, when they're younger, they date older guys, and well, I don't know where we get that shit from. You know what? You know what? It's <laughs> like, interesting it's that you bring that up. A lot of sixteen-year-olds that were their first first boyfriend was like 22. 20, 24. It's interesting and, that you bring that up because I have friends like that. But what I will say to that point, because you just made me—I don't want to lose my train of thought. What I will say to that is that I believe that a lot of that is social conditioning because black kids are are looked at as little adults from the time we pop out of the womb. A lot of black kids are not given the freedom of having a childhood. Mm. And on top of that, I'm not going to sit on this show and act like I'm perfect and on some high horse. At 14, at that age, had a celebrity that I thought was attractive or a man with access and money come to me that I thought was attractive as hot as I was in the pants, yeah, I would have been going. But that, that does not mean that the i guess the remnants the after effects would have taken a toll on right, me right, you know absolutely. what i'm saying yeah. like there is yeah. there is an advantage right. older, there is abuse like, what the hell was i yes, doing yes there is an abuse that comes along <laughs> and like, with where that where were my parents yeah shit there is an abu- probably blaming you if you're mm-hmm. a woman probably blaming you for being fast tail little girl yeah so He's uh up the pied piper for years and no one clocked it like it's just well like, actually black women have been doing the legwork for years i've seen write-ups black women have been leading the conversation surrounding r kelly for years no that. one gave a fuck yeah no one paid attention no one gave a fuck and now that the me too movement has gotten behind mm-hmm. it now everybody and, and celebrities we got john legend literally all of shondaland carrie washington right. viola davis shonda rhyme <laughs> Everybody. She had a meeting like listen. Right, Ava right. DuVernay. Everybody's yeah. on the Mute it's R. Kelly campaign. And Mute R. Kelly has been going on for years. Like that hashtag amongst black women has been going on for years. So I said if we mute R. Kelly, do we mute Michael Jackson? No. Michael Jackson's dead. <laughs> His music. No. Mm. I don't listen to him, to be honest. No, their parallels don't align that much. To me, they do, because Michael Jackson, he did settle out of court for a lot of stuff, which is basically the same shit R. Kelly. R. Kelly was found not guilty, and Mm -hmm. a lot of the, allegedly, a lot of the girls were paid, and they settled Mm -hmm. out. And the same thing happened to Michael Jackson, and for years, he was accused of planning little boys' booty That is is true. I wonder if this will expand to... 
R. Kelly's, do we mute everything that he wrote and produced for other people? Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, that's an interesting point. I here. know. So, and that's Twitter uh, weigh in on this. I didn't give yeah. it any thought, and I wish I would have because I would have done home my and homework. They, I know on both people places. are gonna. What is Michael Jackson fans called? The old girls. They I gonna don't know, drag the MJers. me. <laughs> He's at Prince Charming P. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm just letting you all know. But weigh, weigh in on this because I didn't have enough time to do my homework. Uh, no, as I'm actually far curious because I don't, I don't think that cases. you're wrong. But I, don't, I wanted, I don't, I don't know. I know, yeah. I know. The the first case he settled out of court. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. They settled out of court. Right, right, right. But I don't know. I don't. Court public opinion. MJ is. This is no excuse. But what I'm what I'm thinking is MJ. It was way more revered than R. Kelly, and there was no evidence. We have evidence of R. Kelly, but the same, but the they settled. The thing is, you're saying the logistics, the yeah, semantics yeah, of the cases. Yeah. Like I need to look at the cases. I only know umbrella, umbrella of both cases. Right. So the I read up on R. Kelly. R. Kelly. It's allegedly not him. It's allegedly not the girl. It's like all of this quote unquote. Yeah. We got the girl coming out saying, "My daddy tripping." Ain't but nothing even wrong with me. even with that's the most that's the most recent girl. But there that's are what I'm like, that's what? the most recent girl. But I mean, I've been I've been having you know side eyes at R. Kelly for a while, and you all know. Last year, June's Diary was on the show and touring with him, and I didn't think that was a good look. No. Um, and I asked them about that. It's just, it's like everybody will have their day. Even Kiki Palmer sat up there and contradicted herself. She did an interview with The Breakfast Club, and I, I was at that. some friend's house that were, were watching, and she was advocating for women and <laughs> being feminist. But they say, don't come for my bro Kales. Like What? She said that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, R. Kelly, like I said, we we are living in a day and age, and I don't want to ramble about this, but we are living in a day and age where everybody will have their day of reckoning. And it just yeah. so happens Accountability. that the, the hammer is coming down on R. Kelly now. Wendy Williams said on Hot Topics that she had an off the record. She said <laughs> that she is honoring confidentiality, which is something new to her. Um, <laughs> she said she's trying to grow up and honor confidentiality. Me too, sis. And she said that she took an audience poll would you all if we had straight talk because straight talk leads to straight understanding if r kelly came on the show and we had a serious sit down interview because she said that r kelly told her things in confidence because she basically she interviewed him and it was four people in the room his manager her her manager and and him oh right so yeah yeah Mm -hmm. four people in the room and it was spicy spicy conversation and she Hmm. said she asked him things you know implying intricate things and he had intricate answers so uh but hmm. she said she's going to honor for the first time in her life trying to grow up i don't think he said anything crazy then i me either because i think wendy wendy would have been, been like, like right the wrong gym. Yeah, ratings. and, and sweeps, sweeps month is coming yeah. up please <laughs> Anyway, so moving on to another Chicago one. And seriously, guys, weigh in. Remember to use the hashtag KT Radio so we can keep up with your responses. And Pierre's at P- Prince Charming P. Um, so also, Kanye. <laughs> I don't want to spend too much time on Kanye, but Kanye, we all saw it. Uh, the infamous hashtag that has topped nigger navy. Hashtag saw- if slavery was a choice. Um, <laughs> My Twitter is broke right now because I tweeted. You know what? In all honesty, I don't yeah, even, like even want to. I, I don't broke. even want to talk, Kanye. Can oh. we move on? I like I. I don't <laughs> like. 
I, I really don't want to talk. It's it's Next. so much between yeah. the liposuction, him wanting to put the doctor on the, the album opioids. cover, slavery. He wants Harriet off the 20 and Jordan on the 20. Just a whole bunch of rambling. You all do your life. I don't want to. Put in Kanye West in your Twitter feed. You'll find it all. Initially, I typed this up with every intention, and I'm just exhausted. I even had four coworkers ask me today, four white coworkers at four different instances. Sure, so what, what do you think, think about Kanye? <laughs> I said, y'all already know what I, why y'all trying to get me riled up at 1040 in the morning? Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I have multiple group chats that are talking about Kanye. So I've been talking I'm about done. this literally for I the past week I or so. I can't give him that gas. Sorry, you guys. I don't know if, the, I know this episode will be archived and you all may be listening to this five years from now. We just, I don't have any hot takes. You're going to have to search it on my Twitter. I don't have anything to say. I'm disappointed. He is officially canceled in my book. I will not be supporting him. It hurts, but I, I will not be supporting him. You're not canceling him? No. Why not? I like Kanye. I did as well. But, I mean, where do you draw the line? For me, the line was Trump. But this is... <laughs> He's on another level, right? I don't think this is his complete demise because that was the argument we had today because people were saying that this was his like he's like done he's forever done. and i don't, I don't think, think so that's either. i believe if he would have made those comments about the holocaust he would have been finished i'll leave it at that if he wouldn't have if he would have said the holocaust was a choice for for right. those victims right, he would have right, been right, done right. done um I think that because he is so unstable, because that TMZ interview, like just the tone of his voice, like he's not okay. He needs to be hospitalized. But I, I think, don't believe that because there are niggas running around with that same rhetoric. Yeah. That and and, and ain't no That's mental not illness. The rhetoric. Mm, no, I'm Connie in particular. Whether whatever he's saying or not, he's he's ill. I don't think anything. I don't, anything's, think, even I don't think so either. It's crazy because. It's nice to see a black man given that courtesy. Very rarely do you hear, oh, the black man must be suffering from mental illness. <laughs> Normally that courtesy is given to white men and reserved he specifically needs for a white Morgan men. Morgan Ash Freeman, black therapist to He doesn't believe in therapy. I know, which he needs to be in. Yeah, he needs it. Like he needs ASAP. a lot. We all do. He is disgusting at this point. I'm totally over him. And mm-hmm. I know that his comments that were said on TMZ are going to be weaponized. I know that they are. Uh, Trump even brought his name up at a rally and everyone's cheering. Um, <laughs> to oh, This Trump. is not any sort of free thought. This is not progressive. Kanye, all in all, what I will say is Kanye's comments that he said on TMZ, TMZ were disgusting. They were irresponsible. They were reckless. And they were loud and wrong. They were loud and they were wrong. The only issue, the main issue I have with this is now people are going to associate free thinking and free thinkers with like a bad part. Because I always consider myself a free thinker. Be an educated thinker. And now, I, right. I, now I'm scared to tell people I'm a free thinker. Yeah, because people are going to link it to white supremacy. They're going to associate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's when you get a pass. Exactly. I don't. I, I just, like I said, the, aligning himself with Trump was drawing the line for me. You know, everything, especially political, is so tribal right now. And mm-hmm. I don't have any leeway. I just had to unfollow one of my favorite people today for being transphobic, for retweeting something onto my timeline that had that was misgendering a trans woman for laughs. And I just do not have the mental bandwidth to entertain that. I'm a black trans woman. I don't know if I'd even consider myself middle class working freelance. And Listen. there are just certain things that I just, if you don't align with it, like I, I, I yeah. can't, 
I can't give you pass because like, you're nice. You said Facebook earlier because I Facebook Facebook is that very demographic. Is oh just my god, who, trash! Who like, are, are they? y'all just dumb? <laughs> Some of the jokes that they crack are so insensitive. I did see that Donda getting surgery was a choice. People are bringing that up. Kim's robbery was a choice. She should have fought harder. So they're they're throwing things back at Kanye yeah, because no, he Facebook was insulting. Like when you think about our ancestors, and if you actually read, Kanye has also admitted to not reading which is an embarrassment because your mother was a professor and you don't read and i don't know how factual this is but someone tweeted and said his mom was arrested for a sit-in and you talking about shit was a choice you know the sit-in at the at the counters of the six i was like a sit-in a sit-in and when mason um mason tweeted um, earlier, and it really put things into perspective for me as far as how we are the first generation with full rights. Like, I feel like I knew that, but it really put things into perspective. My parents were born during Jim Crow. I'm the first generation, we are the first generation of black people with full rights that were not born into Jim Crow. Damn. I'm going to say legal right. I mean, it's not always reflected right, in the right. way that the legal system works, but I'm saying as far as when, when you put slavery into perspective and Jim Crow into perspective, the books. we are the first yeah. generation. Right, the books. Not the way that society acts. No, but no, no, the, no. From the books. Fuck society's right. behavior. I'm saying the literal yeah. law, the standpoint, we are the first generation born with full American rights. We don't have to go to separate water fountains. We don't have to use back entrances. And it just really puts things into perspective. I'm goddamn 30 years old. It's 2018. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that long ago. Shit. So, and so, um, yeah, I just. Pray for Chicago and everything that comes what? from it. I just, what? Yeah. I cannot get You're jiggy with Kanye. Friends? It really hurts. I know last week I was joking saying that I wore all black for his funeral, but it really hurts as someone who. Wait, who funeral? For Kanye's. Oh, um, what? Sure, what? I wore all black last Wednesday. <laughs> I, this was before everything had hit. And I was like, the spirit led me to wear all black because I'm mourning <laughs> Kanye. And it really hurts because I, I was a big fan of his. And it's just like. I, I, I don't I don't know what to make of this, but I cannot actively support him based on Trump and based on what he said. And I think it's because what he said was not like in a barbershop environment where niggas could check him, but because it was on national. It was on. T- I know that people are going to weaponize this. I know that the right is going to take this and weaponize his his whatever mm-hmm. his rhetoric. And it just it's annoying. Why give them ammo? Also, shout out to Michelle Wolf for the White House Correspondents Dinner. Her 20 minute <laughs> set was iconic. Everything I love was her funny. Voice. She sounds like um, Fran. Is that the bitch name? Fran who? Oh, the from nanny. the nanny. Yeah. Oh, I can kind of see that. She's getting her own show, a weekly talk show on Netflix. Fran? No, really? Michelle Wolf. Oh, oh. So like, it should oh, be. Fran, what's she doing? That well, Fran be has a Fran is on the um, on the show, isn't she? She was on a sitcom that had Pam in it, um, but it was good too. It came on uh, TV Land and it got uh, canceled. Child. The one show, the one Oprah show that I went to, like actual Welcome to the Oprah show, Fr- Fran was the guest, and I remember thinking, like, damn, this bitch is bad. Like she's just forever fine. Mm-hmm. Like Fran still looks good. The yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, what are you all's thoughts on? I saw this is just a misogynistic episode. The oh. Khalees and Khalees and Nas. There's so many people still blaming Khalees, saying that she's lying. Khalees came out and spoke with Jason Lee of Hollywood Unlocked <laughs> and basically admitted that she was in an abusive relationship with Nas. Um, <laughs> why are you laughing? Me and Jason are having side conversations. Oh, please! I was about to say Jesus. <laughs> Better clear that up. Mentions be a blaze. Okay, look. Um, 
so yeah, it's just it's been a week. I'm yeah. ready to move on though. This um, is a horrible week. Like, <laughs> gosh, I should have came next week. Well, black like, men. I want to say for the past <laughs> for the past two weeks, black men have been um, specifically cis het black men have been uh, trash. Yep, they've been going through it. They've been Gutta. it's been a lot. Even um someone also just Gold Link. Who? Did the she wrestler? see money oh. all around me? Oh, gold link. I look mm-hmm. like I'm Yeah, he was. Yeah, he came to Conde, Kanye's assistance before yesterday, um, and so people were just, Chance, Daniel Caesar, <laughs> Kanye. Chance cleared it up real. William quick. Cosby. Mm-hmm. You still got like I would literally spontaneously combust if Trump ever wound up in my mentions thanking me for any goddamn thing, <laughs> and he got hopped his fat ass on Twitter and thanked chance like it just and didn't he call him a basketball player too that no, was trump that was, jr right you know they all think that we're rappers <laughs> no, in. He right no he, he put, put three, the basketball he emoji he chance to put three said, basketball emojis he said it takes then he put the ball he meant balls it takes balls to do that no every, it was a complete sentence no and then he, look uh, up the tweet i guarantee you it was like no thanks the, he's blocked <laughs> <laughs> it was like thank you for doing that it takes a lot of balls okay, whatever. Put the ball to hell everybody was like why you put the basketballs you could have put the baseball you put the black to hell sport. with them both <laughs> hopefully Trump will be subpoenaed and then resign because that seems to be that seems to be the direction that this is heading I also think it's extremely comical how the doctor who performed his physical just recently came out and said that Trump orchestrated that entirely remember what Trump is in the the best shape of all the presidents and all of that <laughs> He just basically said, baby, Trump handed me that letter, honey, and sent just me out there in him. front of the press. The he typed what the that. Hell is going on he in typed the white. that. <laughs> Talking about he 230 pounds. Okay, girl. Okay, beloved. You 330 pounds, you big bitch. Let me stop. <laughs> girl, okay, Kathy. Remember you want that biggest ice cream? Give me two scoops of ice cream. What? Trump wanted two scoops of ice cream at some dinner that they had. And he eats off of McDonald's. <laughs> the Japanese, the prime minister or president that was here mm-hmm. had said, we had, this is, oh, we're eating again. This is the, the third dinner today Just or something gluttonous. like that. That's a sin. That's all he do is go to Mar-a-Lago golf and eat McDonald's. I live. And be racist. Oh, no. So anyway, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm exhausted. I have cotton mouth. If you all want to weigh in, like I said, it's Friday. Your favorite shows have probably talked about this to their blue in the face. And I'm just tired of hearing about it, tired of talking about it. So uh, if we're ready to, do you have anything else to add? I just, I always wanted to know, like, where do we get to the point where we cancel people? Because I feel like. Canceling is subjective. and And that's what I want people to understand, because I feel like. People who aren't ready to, like Char, for instance, the reason she's, she just gave us the reason she's canceling Kanye because of his support for Trump. And what was the other and reason? And the slave comment. Because it's going right. to be weaponized. It wasn't said in a safe space. First of all, it was stupid. But the right. fact that it wasn't said like in the barbershop where niggas could correct you, it was literally said. He was on TMZ. On international <laughs> live television with a white audience. And that's enough for Shar to cancel yes. Kanye. Right. Yes. But so, me personally, okay. it isn't enough for me to cancel So where Kanye. do you draw the line? So I want to know. Where like, do you draw the line? So, But... <laughs> Like, the way society is set up, I'm scared to say that. Like, I'm scared to say, like... I want to know where you draw the line. What more is it going to take for you to get tired of Kanye? I believe... Now... Or do you know? I do know. I know there are some things that are automatically... Like, when it comes to being gay. You say something about the gays that that touches me, you're canceled. Mm-hmm. And that isn't for the straight men. Someone, so his support for Trump as a black gay man doesn't bother you? His alignment, it, dragon it, energy... It bo- 
it bothers me, but it doesn't bother me to, to the, the point, point of cancellation. Because right. I can like someone but not agree with everything they do. Of so course. him being Republican or supporting Trump, it doesn't affect me that that much. That doesn't bother me either. But I think his reasoning behind supporting Trump is what bothers me because he's just like he's, it's not making any sense. Which is. But how you say, oh, he's the homie. He basically he thinks that Trump, Trump is was, kind of like but, but the here, outside not, person coming into Kanye, politics. Trump and Kanye were friends before. Like his a lot of hip hop well, people. Like, I liked Trump before the <laughs> I, 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 I would watch checks. Celebrity Apprentice. <laughs> Trump checks. I watched Celebrity Trump Apprentice. Checks. I didn't okay. watch regular, but I watched Trump Celebrity checks. Apprentice. But as soon this man kicked off his presidential campaign calling Mexicans drug drug lords and rapists. As right. soon as that rhetoric comes out, the thing is my allyship, like Travell said, being a accomplice not an ally it does not take for you to hit me directly you i'm not mexican but that rhetoric being spewed about mexicans is wrong and right. it's disgusting i can't mess with mm. it <laughs> i can't mess with it and his comment about slaves i felt like was dangerous and I irresponsible what he, i always do this i always know what people meant to say so how did you interpret it so i it's crazy because the way i interpret it in my head he ended up tweeting that's what he meant. That was damage control. That was PR. And I was like... And I was like, that was PR. No. And so, but, but, because if but that's what he really tweet. meant, but, if that's what he really meant in the in the because, instance of but, Van checking him, he would have come back and been like, hey, bro, this is what I meant. But I think... But it took for Van to check him. That is literally how I Wait, took on. it as soon as I heard it. What did it. the tweet say? It said um, he was talking about how we were Mental. mentally enslaved. Because the thing that made me know mm-hmm. he was talking... The thing that made me know he was talking about mental was how he um, kept mentioning 400. Like four hundred years, four hundred. So I knew he was talking How do about. How you get mental from that? Because the length of anybody that's like four hundred years is a long time to be anything, anything bad like slavery. Mm-hmm. But but Pierre, so that also removes. We cannot it, we cannot ignore that black people were not even looked at as human. We cannot ignore systemic racism. There are other factors that go into it aside from let me, hard let me labor. Let me finish. Let me finish. So when I heard that, the like I always ask myself questions mm-hmm. before I get the judging and especially before Same. I get before I get the agreeing with everybody on the Twitter or mm-hmm. on the Facebook. So I was thinking like, okay, he's talking about choice. So I'm like, would this happen today? And I was like, no, this will not happen today because we would not allow it to happen. So I was like, the word allow, allow. Like, I kept thinking, like, allow. What, what is allow? And I was mm-hmm. thinking, like, did the people, did our ancestors allow this to happen? Because that means I'm basically saying what Kanye is so saying. So what do you have to and say? And I'm like, no, what no. What do you have they- to say about the slew of of black blood that still remains in the street. Are we allowing that to happen? Are we allowing people no, to be senselessly so, be gunned down by and the I police? Think, I literally think Is people that a are choice? taking it literal, and I don't think he meant it literal. I don't think he meant it literal. I right. don't think he meant see, like, I don't see. I don't think he meant people raise their hand like, "Hey, I want, I want to, I want to go and be a slave." Mm-hmm. All I all I was hung up on was the four hundred years, and that is a very long time. And I was thinking like. The the Harriet Tubman's the people who said I would rather there were people who tried that exactly who being so killed. so I believe that justifies his point meaning what did Killamonger say on Black Panthers 
I represent like the people that would rather. But when death is a choice, is it really a choice? But it's still a choice. But but think about. Yeah, I know but, what you're saying. Death, but think about, about death is the option. Talk, is it Char, really a choice? But okay. think about all of the things that we accomplish. Period. Anything blacks mm-hmm. have accomplished, it was always a life or death situation. Anytime we wanted to get something done, the Martin Luther Kings, the the Harriet Tubman's, the Malcolm X, anything we wanted to change something, like death was, it was either life or death. It was never, oh, just go here, talk to these people, and they're going to change shit. It was like, no, we have to choose whether to die or get this shit changed. And I, I just feel like that's what he was talking about it's too many mental gymnastics for yeah. me i'm i'm not a kanye apologist fuck him. i think that he was touching upon that but what he said but was the way he said it i think like, it was distasteful. i believe I that and if I that think, is what and he and meant and i think that was kitchen table I think talk that's, and i, not I think that's what part of what he i meant. believe mm-hmm. if that is what he meant when van stood up and confronted him then that is what kanye's rebuttal would have been it wouldn't have taken two hours later on twitter that was pr trying to do cleanup because that is not that man's initial point i don't think they cleaning up none kanye saying because no. they need to just delete to. his Twitter They're shit. trying to. They're but trying yeah, to. It wouldn't have come two hours after the it. broadcast I if that's what he really meant. I still have never said that on TMZ. I believe that's Kitchen Table Talk right. or KAT Talk or some shit. Or, but oh, yeah. Kanye. <laughs> Let's move on to the corner. And now it's time for the LGBT corner. So this week's corner um, is about pansexualism. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. Cool, pansexualism. Um, so Janelle Monet, whose album dropped, um, beautiful she, album. Yeah. And did you see the movie? The movie. It was a movie. She has. She did like a. Like you know, Everybody's doing visual albums. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's I'm, available on YouTube. It's so good. Really, so I haven't good. Seen so it. sci-fi, so ahead of its time. Beautiful visuals. It threads all the songs together. Beautiful. Hmm, I'm check Dirty that Computer out. by Janelle Monet. I saw the vagina. It's Forty-three pants. minutes. Forty-three minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> It tells a story, though. It sucks you in. It tells a story. Um, So, yeah, she actually came out as pansexual um, in a Rolling Stone interview. And she said that she was identifying as bisexual before. But then when she heard the sand, the... um, when she read about pansexuality, she realized that, oh, these things are that I identify with too, so I'm only learning about them. So basically, for guys that do not know what pansexual is, it's basically your attraction to humans or pe- to people everybody everybody bitch. and people kind of gender regardless of gender yeah, yeah yeah and i think that is very important too because um i actually have having this conversation the other day when i was at jamaican yum in Lamar park um because people were asking, well, what's the difference between that and bisexual and i think that bisexuality kind of without saying it kind of gears more towards men and women yeah, people associate men Bisexual with penis is the and binary. binary that's how you yeah. think right 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 binary um binary right or two um but basically that i think that kind of like equivalents more in society's head to genitalia because i think really? men and women yeah i think pansexual applies and i'm not saying what it is by definition but i'm saying people the way we receive it yeah, yeah I mean, pansexuality. people first heard pansexuality the same way. Yeah, when I first heard pansexual like three years really? ago, I just assumed it was some crazy You, you out here. Okay. <laughs> like, you out here what? just having yeah. being greedy? Bisexual is literally the binary. So you subscribe to men. Men is binary. Women is binary. And then, of course, there is non-conforming, right. you know, non-binary Bidets. people. That would be pansexual. 
Um, so well, bisexual, pansexual does all of them. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. All yeah. literally all of Everybody. them. And bisexual is male no. or yeah. female. Two. You're attracted to men. Bi. And women. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that she said she she went by something, but then she did more research about mm-hmm. something, and. It's crazy how you will think you associate with something all your life because it's the norm or whatever. Or that's what people tell you. Or that's what people tell you. I remember going through, they have this list of all sexualities. It's so many. It's online. Mm -hmm. And I was going through everyone and looking at definitions. And I was like, shit, am I gay? Like, I don't know what I am. Listen, (laughs) I'm trying to discover myself in my 30s. Because I was telling Shar that now I'm I'm thinking like, okay, maybe I'm asexual. And then I ran ran across something. Asexual is when you don't like nobody, right? And then I ran across something that was demisexual. (laughs) That was demisexual, <laughs> which which basically you go from points where you don't like nobody, and I may be. Well, hold on, this I wrong. know what asexual was. How are you asexual? Because I, <laughs> damn Jay's. Wait, I'm Jay's. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Get back. Uh, hi, guests. <laughs> because I personally feel as if sometimes well most times this is why i'm going towards demi because i looked that up as well most time i don't have a romantic connection with people like people genuinely get on my nerve like i don't like them and it has nothing to do with having sex romantically in particular yes because if you knew it that's, that's asexual there's no romantic connection yes we can have sex Spend time together. But it's like I'm not romantically. You're not in it for the long run. Yeah. You hadn't met anyone that you're like, wow, I can see myself growing old with you. Wow, maybe so, I'm a- asexual. So it made too, me think like really so when do I, get on my nerves. Yeah, so I I was googling <laughs> asexual for a long time and then I was like, but some people I, I I feel like I have fallen in love with some people before. So, but I read this thing like, yeah, that can happen from time to time. Don't think that that makes you not asexual, but then I looked up demisexual which and what is demi again? It's it's kind of like both. It's like yeah, you can be asexual. It's it's on the it's on the like on the crossing point okay. between asexual and homosexual. It's like in the middle or some shit. Like okay, well, it sounds like we need to do some damn. Yes, because yeah. you will you will figure out like damn, I'm not even gay or homosexual. I've questioned my gayness for a while, but I don't. At this point, I'm just like we're all people. So this, you this seem term- like the type that just be get in what you fit in. You know, left for life goes. <laughs> so right. shout out to Janelle Monae. I was about to Tessa. say to who? <laughs> Eminem. <laughs> Eminem. <laughs> we got to lose the music. Okay, so let's get to my topic. My topic is regarding my sister in the Capricorn Zodiac. The Emmy Award winning Jeannie Mai. Shout out to The Real. They won. It shocked me. Outstanding talk show host. And that is. Shocked everybody. Shade but no shade. (laughs) Because how does a show like The Real get outstanding? You know what? But congratulations to them. I've been to that show live a few times. And I, when I saw, I was like, wow. Wow. Congratulations. Congrats. Congrats, Really. I'm proud of Adrian and Lonnie and and Tamara and Jeannie. But anyway, like I said, my sister in Capricorn, because she is a Capricorn, Jeannie Mai uh, and her husband divorced six months ago. Really? They were married for a decade. And what played a part into them divorcing, uh, one of the key factors was that she didn't want children. Now, the issue is that he knew this before he popped the question. He knew this when they were dating. Mm-hmm. Um, they're divorced, and now here we are uh, four months later, 
and there is, wait, let me get this straight because I wrote it down. So I'm going to read my script, okay? So six <laughs> months ago, Jeannie Mai revealed that she and her and her now ex-husband, Freddie Hardice, were getting a divorce after a decade of marriage. She didn't want children, and he knew this. And that was a key factor in their split, like a major key factor. Monday, he dropped the news that he's an expectant father to his new girlfriend, and the woman is oh. four months pregnant, which means... When they got divorced, the woman was two months What's pregnant. What's that Beyonce gif where she was counting on her fingers? Yeah, that's from the right. girl video. <laughs> so the woman was, aside from my topic, the woman was two months pregnant when they divorced. Now, my question to you is, have you ever been in a relationship with someone who's ever tried to change you? And have you ever been in a relationship where you tried to change someone? Because that sounds like along the lines, I remember Jeannie was crying on the reel. It was a viral I clip. Saw that. And it was like 2014, like four years ago, she was crying because she said her husband revealed that he now wants kids. And people grow and evolve mm-hmm. in relationships. And I think that's what he, um, he And that ultimately led to, to the demise of their relationship because she knew that she did not want to have kids for another person. Like, if you don't want the, and that takes a lot of intuition. Mm. When she has kids already? No. Oh. And she said that she not only did she not want kids, but she knew that she didn't want kids. Like, kids don't save a marriage, and I'm not about to have kids for you because I don't want children. Right. So I'm not going to be a good mom because I don't want. Like Oprah. Oprah said she knew at an early age she encourages women to get the spirit, tap into the spirit of the mother <laughs> or the auntie. Oprah said knock, at a young knock. age she, she knew she the was auntie. the auntie. She had no desire to have children, and that's okay, period, point blank. I don't want but well, Oprah calls, you know, the graduates and, and the girls that go to her school in Africa, her daughters, they call her Mama Ofri. But that's different than actually having, you know, children. So I say all that to say she that ultimately led to the demise of their marriage because she knew she wasn't changing her stance. And I guess he evolved into wanting kids. So have you all ever been in a relationship with someone that has tried to change you something about you? Have you ever been in a relationship with someone that you wanted to change things about them? I'm going to say yes on both both questions. Um, shit. That just <laughs> really, like, snatched my wig. Woo. Woo. <laughs> he has moved on. I wonder how she feels. Like, literally, she won the Emmy Sunday. Monday, he on Instagram cheesing. But, okay, so Mason, shout out to Mason. We done mentioned him 30 times. Mason, Mason tweeted this podcast about this woman explaining relationships and marriage. And it was ba- it was basically about cheating, but she basically described how the new society wants the marriage, that one person in the marriage to be everything, mm-hmm. where back in the day it was just based on, I want to say, like family. Like now we want him, now we want the husband or the wife to be the soulmate. We want them to be the mother. Mm-hmm. We want them to be the... All-encompassing everything. And they the said, Disney movie, all in one mm-hmm. person. And she was basically explaining, like, that's really not realistic. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she was justifying cheating or what, but it, it really not snatched my, my watch. It really Hell snatched no. my wig. But it's... Being an entertainer, um, I always give people the disclaimer. Like, I'm very popular. I have fans that... that hit me up from time mm. to time and people are people always go in the relationship with me a-okay with it like okay that's cool yeah, like, like i get it i get it like that's why i like you like you know mm. but six months later it's an, tired oh it's an issue why are people study tweeting you what are all these hard eyes 
So, yeah. What's her name on The View? Oh, not The View. The Talk? The Girl? Oh, uh, The Real. The Real? The Real? (laughs) You didn't went from Julie Chen to Barbara Walters (laughs) to Tamar Braxton. The Real? Yeah, The Real, Um, Jeannie Mai. She was in a relationship for a decade. A marriage. A marriage. And people change. So some of the things we agree on... At the beginning of our relationship, we change. Mm-hmm. I mean, after being 10 years with someone, what is the next level? Like, me and you have been fucking for 10 years. Like, something else Not has to fucking. come. <laughs> and I think children would eventually be a thing. Like, it okay. dep- You got to be on the same page. Yeah. Oprah and Stedman are just fine, and they've been together for 40 years, damn near. Together, in quotes. <laughs> um, Oprah don't go with Stedman. <laughs> um, don't play with me. Keep saying it. Don't play one with thing, me. one of the biggest things I've learned. Oprah and Gail are fine. <laughs> Don't you talk about P-P? my Gail, my uh, sister one of the in Capricorn. That I have learned, kind of going into a relationship. I said this before, is that I kind of have this picture perfect person that I have that I want that I have before I even meet them. And so I think I kind of go into relationships kind of change them yeah, to yeah. be, but that's problematic and wrong because you, instead of letting them be who they are and being, a well, I'm not saying the change. I'm saying the, the image of who right, we think we're right. getting in a relationship. With. No, but that's he's dangerous. Saying, he's, he's not even saying that person. I get what he's saying. He's saying a general idea of anybody. Yeah. Like the guy he's going to be. Most with. guys that I've been with have disappointed me. <laughs> No, seriously, I think that they're like one thing. Well, Pierre would know. But I'm Pierre talking about before you even be, meet them. Listen, I'm not even talking with Sean. Pierre Hart. and I used to be roommates. For those of you listening, um, we roomed together for two years. And uh, Pierre has and seen house. the good, the bad, and the ugly of Sean. <laughs> and uh, yeah, most men have just disappointed me because of that projection. Because I'm like, ooh, but I, you got to stay positive and optimistic. So I'm like, ooh, I'm thinking he's going to be Mr whatever and then instead of allowing them to be who they are but if, but you, I think, if i was I allowing think, you to be who you were i wouldn't be here right well, exactly like but you. when you're trying to make and that it depends person, on what you sell me also true because a lot of people are not just who they are when you first meet them oh, i read well, something that says not. nobody actually knows what they want we all just 100 percent know what, what we, we don't, don't want, want which should lead to what we do want but you never finished answering so what so like yes. in relationships so when people I, six months down the line when they may see that fans are still writing you hard eyes or groupies or people from ghosts from christmas past that you've been involved with dipping and doing still hitting you up so they have tried to change me and i that Change part, you as in what? Like post me or block them type Yeah, thing? or um, don't respond. I'm a responder. Be, and it's only because I have ex- bad experience not responding to people, like threats. Like if oh, somebody tells me, hi, you're vi-, like. Like with the machete? Yeah, like Terrence, he doesn't respond to DMs. We get a lot of DMs. I don't owe you anything. I'm with TT on that. And he, like they'll tell him he's cute. He'll read it. So far, did you buy my music? I did you buy not, the single? I do not get that privilege. <laughs> I get the fuck you, bitch. Who do you think you are? So that always terrified me. <laughs> so I always try to respond. You to think people. you're gonna be Versace, Andrew Cunanan? <laughs> you're gonna be. So I always uh, try to uh, respond to the people. Rage. I always say thank you or hearts or something. Some, some something shit. like dismissive some and light. quick. Yeah. yeah. And the person <laughs> that you're dating isn't like that. Yeah. And they they try to change it have you ever tried to change someone um yeah um there were people who it's crazy because it's always the shit that attracts you to people that you end up despising not, yeah, yeah. Mm. so there were i had dated some someone who like post 
like what what's the word like uh, like uh, sexual pictures suggestive online. pictures oh. um and I think that's what attracted me to him. But once we started dating, I was like, "Put oh, your clothes on." Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> put your clothes on. Oh no! And he was like, "You was I was like this when you met me." Yeah, that's basically well, what he said. I mean, and I really accepted it. And he made an excuse. Um, I forgot what the excuse was. Well, I do know what the excuse was, but if I say it, people will know who I'm talking about. But um, <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm cool with it." But you really weren't. I eventually he was grew because to be I grew to I grew to accept it. So. <laughs> I actually dated somebody hey, when I thought that I was ready to settle down when I was at the young tender age of my early twenties, and he tried to make me like a Martha Stewart, and but that you domestic. Stewart. You think I'm a Martha Stewart? Jace, as much as you be Chef Jason and stuff, like I saw, I saw you. I mean, on chili Instagram yesterday on some. You always story. cooking something like and y'all I know, cooking, but and okay, designing maybe Mar- interior designing and stuff. Maybe like, not Martha Stewart because she went to jail, but like more of like it's like a Charlotte from Sex and the City. Okay, that type of Martha Stewart, not okay. someone because I'm I'm very. Oh, like, tried to make you more tame and conservative, and yes. you just be out here doing anything. Yes. Yeah, and not sure. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm pansexual. Um, no. <laughs> But I, that Greedy took a long queen. time to, because I was like, well, Hashtag that's how I'm supposed queen. to be. I'm supposed to be in a relationship and I'm supposed to act a certain way and have a certain, you know, behavior by myself because I need to respect my man. When I started, then I looked back, I'm like, I'm losing my identity. Oh, yeah. Trying to be with mm-hmm. this dude and accommodate his needs or accommodate what I think is what I'm supposed to act as a boyfriend. And that ended up ultimately being our demise because I was sitting here being someone that I wasn't being Charlotte when I'm really Samantha. And Jesus. It's, that's very real. The power struggles are real mm-hmm. with two alpha males, like especially for like the gay people. Like <laughs> the gay people. The gays. <laughs> like cause now that I think of it, I'm I know for a fact I'm an alpha male and I dated an alpha male before mm-hmm. and I tried to make him so submissive to me. Right. And it was and just, but it's too, it wasn't work. I mean, it was it's such means. a power struggle. It's even like that with women and men. I, I consider myself an was, alpha yeah, woman. Yeah, Char's an alpha woman. And, and I, I like a lot of alpha men. And and, and I truly think that's, that's Char's biggest <laughs> downfall. Oh, like, really? Let, let's talk downfall. about it. Downfall. I, 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 I really it. think, that's not her downfall. I want, that's, a, that's a big word, but. Char scares me as a man. Like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Goodbye. I don't think she allows. This is going to be so problematic. She doesn't allow men to be men. Like, in what in what way? She's so like. I'm sitting uh, back. I'm not, I'm not defensive, guys. I'm just asking. I'm she's reclining so in the like, chair. <laughs> like, I understand the Char, but I would expect to get Char. Later, Char gives you Char first date. Okay, who are you? What Amen. are you? What's your credit score? I'm holding you accountable. Like, <laughs> and it's like, damn. I need to know what I'm signing up Did for. Did you see that episode of Insecure when Issa Rae was dating people and on the first yeah, date she was, was asking the them crazy questions? She's like, a that, Capricorn that too. That is Char. <laughs> she comes to the date like, okay, what's up? What do you want from me? Because I need to know. What is your intention like, with me, ma'am? I feel like I have to. And, and you know what? What comes with that? And you guys, I want to be clear that I. I keep a certain flow of com- of conversation. It's not like I show up to and and I'm talking to guys with bullet points. Fill out points. the application. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. not militant. There are not oh, bullet sh- points. 
I have a flow of conversation, but the line of questioning, I just want to make sure that I'm not wasting my time and I want to make sure, because that's what I was going to weigh in on. Most guys that I have uh, entertained and you all know, everybody knows that I've been dating more this year. When I say, like, I'm very nurturing naturally and I notice that a lot of guys try to uh, strip me of, I always say this, but strip me of my humanity. And they want oh me to God. be like, but that's what Shar thinks about everybody. Because so she that goes has been in my thinking experience. that. Nope, not so, anymore. So she, not anymore. So Dominant negative thought patterns. <laughs> not anymore. Not Thank anymore. You, Ayala, so that's why let I me say finish. It's her Hold downfall. on. Let me finish. Most men <laughs> expect me to be some form of a blow up doll, some form of a sex doll, okay. and they want me to do things in the bedroom that I do not do. Okay. And that is that's been my experience as far as men trying to change everything else they love. The I'm very, I'm extremely supportive. Mm-hmm. I am encouraging. I am there. I can cook. I can, you know, all all of the gender roles and stereotypes. I fit in those boxes. But when it comes to certain things, there's just certain things I just will not do, and I'm unwilling right. to compromise on that. Sorry, not sorry. And so uh, that's been men trying to change me. As far as me, I guess trying to change guys. I guess it's been. I like I can think of recent examples where I want guys to listen to me more. I hate feeling like I'm not being listened to. You seem like the type that if a guy like you, I don't think you will change a guy. I think you'll just be like, I don't like. This is who I am. I'm on my own shit anyway. (laughs) I don't like. I don't like you. (laughs) No, no, I have tried. You know this because of who. I have been talking to you about. Say their name, we'll leave it on the playground. (laughs) Well, it's gonna be on the playground today, motherfucker. Come on, I can tell you the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) The examples you just dropped, Uh, but I'm leaning back. No, so there is someone who uh, I've been talking to Pierre about for a few weeks now. Uh A few weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. Fuck. Kiss and tell. <laughs> Y'all crazy. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, so what are you trying to change about him? And so I'm not trying to change anything about him. I had to check that because for one, he's not my boyfriend. For two, I don't think we're on the road to that. I can be just friends with him, but he is not a good listener. And that drives me up a wall because I'm I'm always there for him and I'm always there for input and I listen to him, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like it's always reciprocated. Like he's there for me, mm-hmm. but he's not there for me in the in the ways that I'm always there for him. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that has driven me up a wall. Um, mm. And so <laughs> yeah, I'll just leave that at that. And that that is how I have not tried to change him, but that's something that I wish that I could. I wish that he would be more. It makes me feel like he doesn't care about what I have to say, or like he just spent forty minutes venting to me. About something, and now but it's my to him, now it's my turn. He like I gotta go. No, it's not that he's gotta go. It right. just feels like he's just, clocked he's out. Ju- he's just uh, I don't want to make excuses for guys, but he's just a, a guy. He's done done. <laughs> like Shar, I feel like he's clocked out. Like I'm in. I'm we're face to face, and I feel like, like he said his piece, but then like. Like when it comes to you, it's just no, like all right. Like he's like, like mm, guys are he are so, don't know how to handle like, it. Like we're listening, but it's like. Like that's crazy. <laughs> like that's all you have to say. I just told you about my coworker. That's and Shar been... is so emotional. Like she leads by emotion all the time. Wow. Like if anyone see point point proven <laughs> point proven point proven. I just said, wow. It's a Chicago. And I think the the guy she's talking about. I think he's listening. I just think he's not as like 
ready to He's not end good. his life yeah. or like I need my boo to get riled up with me like that bitch crazy <laughs> okay so how about so sharp do you like but it's not something men... that would make me like want to stop like talking to him right it's just something that annoys you, you think I'm Pierre oh act God. like you know me I do know you you and... know that I will and I do but know, you that know that I will I do know Chase you came to my show the other day I did Shar didn't Okay. What show <laughs> what is this? The Why didn't you come to my show? What show? My performance. Uh, <laughs> oh Jesus! Let's talk. Kissing. So tell. she's talking about Pierre. You know me. <laughs> oh shit! But anyway, I'm not even gonna describe what's going on in the studio. <laughs> but Shar is not by the mic anymore. Um. <laughs> But Char, like I said, Char leads by emotion, and she's Ooh. emotional. Let me tell you something on the cat radio. You're in my house, for one. And I will shake. You know I'm known for, for shaking the table. For two, that is one. That is not me, but I'm saying you know that I have no issue cold turkey stop talking to people. But that's when that's you're not as say. caught up as you are and now. And I'm not. I'm not. To you. I'm not. The shard that was not caught off would have never. I'm not. Ever. At that time, <laughs> I was. But today. Keep today, saying it. Keep saying it. Maybe you'll convince Hope. When I talk to you today about the situation. You were so. You were like. Uh, nope. 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 Jesus. You All light right. up. I know you light up when you when you slap me the phone and be like, look what, look what he texts me. Oh. Like, Shard lights up. Like, Shard's in love. Okay. Oh. No, I'm in not. Love. Let's move on. Next topic. <laughs> You all weigh in, KT Radio. <laughs> this is news to me. Um, so my topic is <laughs> you invited him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so actually today, uh, Wednesday of the first week of May, I was actually kind of going through some old blogs and stuff like that that I would, was writing, and I was kind of the first initial JaceBaron.com. and so I was kind of reading this, and it was funny because you know, Char, you journal? Do you journal, Pierre? Yeah, it's called Twitter. Okay. Oh, bad idea. Um, well, mine is not on Twitter, but it's on WordPress. And I was kind of reading my old blogs and like kind of just being in a nostalgic moment, drinking my coffee and my blueberry scone and uh, coffee bean. And I was kind of reading and kind of admiring who I was when I wrote that. And kind of like, what? Oh. <laughs> No, I'm just l- shaking my head. Listening. Oh, I was just, active listening. Okay, Jesus. Thank, active, <laughs> thank you for actively listening to me, Pierre. Um, but I was kind of thinking about where my headspace was because I, I went. I was probably like 25, 26 when I was writing these things. I'm 30 now, and so my question to you guys is: there anything that you kind of miss about yourself? Um, how you were as a teenager or a young adult, Pierre? You're still in your 20s, so you know yesterday. Barely. And um, I'm so mad. <laughs> So, is there anything that you miss about yourself, and what was the influence for that change, whether it be age or a certain event? And are you better now, or do you kind of want to go back to that space? Um, why am I about to tear up? That's so oh crazy. God. Only because I think about it's you. You're talking about this, but I think about this every day. For one, the first question: Yes, there is one thing I'm. The old Pierre used to be so, like, people think I'm a savage now. The old Pierre used to be, like, a savage. And I I became a freaky boy. And that really changed my life for the better. But a lot of parts, I won't say for the worse, but it changed 
I had to change me, mm. if that makes sense. For your career. For my career. Um, and one, I wasn't prepared for it. And two, I was really, really young. And I had blew up, like, really, really young. And How old are you? How old was I when I was a freaky boy? I think 22, 21 okay. or 22. That was 2007? 2008. Okay. So that, I don't know how old I was. I thought y'all went viral in 07. No. With the freestyle. That no. was 08? Okay. That was 08. 08. Um, and I was still in college, so, like, I, would, I, I did you breakfast. You were younger than the, in 08, because weren't we 20? No, I 08 was 20. Yeah, well... Maybe it was oh nine. I don't know. I you was in a break. T- I was were, still in college. You were young. Yeah. You so were like nineteen. I was, I was still in college. I was in when I did the Breakfast Club interview. I was still in college, and it. I don't want to say it took away my youth because it allowed me to do things that young people would have never been able to do. But it also took away like the the real. I want to say the real part of me, and I mm-hmm. got so much softer. Like I always get criticized criticized about being passive or like, oh god, and and that literally came from being a freaky boy or no, being one in of the my main. Criticism. Yeah, Shaw mm-hmm. always criticized me about being passive, but the Pierre back then, like he didn't take shit from no one, mm-hmm. and. I had recently found myself in situations where I felt like a lot of people were like walking over me mm-hmm. and I just had to open the door for old Pierre and like, and tell them the door is closed. <laughs> I had, I really had to open the door for door for old Pierre to come in and just like clear, clear them sh- out, c- clean shop up and let people know that I am back. And to answer your other question, I am extremely happy where I am right now on this Wednesday, going to be aired Friday, May 4th. Happy birthday to my brother, Reggie. Happy birthday to Shar's father, <laughs> Coach Curry. <laughs> I am on, happy birthday, Dad. <laughs> I am extremely happy where I am now. Like, wow. Like, we don't give ourselves pats on the back, backs like we supposed to. Like in grade school? <laughs> and... We criticize. We are our biggest critics. Oh yes. We criticize ourselves so much, and we always think we're supposed to be at a place that we're not at. Mm-hmm. And if we just sit down sometimes and just think, like, look where, look remember where we're at. Had, like, I'm on y'all talk show. Like, mm-hmm. the you um, I, I tweeted the other day. I I went to Pride last year. Mm-hmm. I looked at the hosted Pride, and I was like, I want TT. I want to do this. This year, I'm hosting Pride. Mm-hmm. And manifestation. I I still would never sit down and give myself like credit for that. Like I'm gonna be on the View season 22. And Amen. and I believe it. Mm-hmm. And we don't we don't. I'm I'm just I'm just taking the moment out right now to 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 thank myself or to give myself a pat on the back because I'm really happy where I am right now in my career. What I'm doing, bills paid. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> bills paid. No stress. Skin clear, hair is all mine. Okay. And you're tanned. And I'm tanned from football. I've went in all my football games. I'm just happy, y'all. And Amen. So uh, you don't want to release old Pierre? He's like only oh, like a old temporary Pierre thing? Oh, Pierre is here. Understand Oh, he's that. here. Old now, Pierre permanently. Is here. Okay. And I'm not afraid of a lot of shit anymore. Like, yeah. I'm not afraid. I realize that you 
you can be those two people. You just have you to can. put mm-hmm. them together. They can coexist so, because they're they're yeah. they're you. They yeah. they're everything. They make up who so you the are. passive Pierre, I can be passive to an extent. I don't always have to be. I was just so passive to the point where. I, I didn't have the energy to to it fight. It was a blase attitude that mm. was irritating to watch. It was just like <laughs> just kind of like whatever. Oh, well, well. Yeah. <laughs> because I didn't have the energy. Meanwhile, and- I have veins coming from my forehead. Because people don't <laughs> listen to Char. Char. No one ever listens. Charlie. To me, what? I'm the most undervalued. Charlie by Stop. emotions twenty four seven. I don't. Anyway, so Char uh, calls. I answer myself, by the way. When, when you proposed this question, I instantly thought. I have been fighting to get back to the optimistic girl. When I, mm. the girl who was here when the plane landed, she has been abandoned because LA has a way of, and I feel co- comfortable blaming LA because <laughs> I don't think it would have happened anywhere else, but uh, LA has a way of kind of beating up on your spirit and, and, and kind of minimalizing you, making you feel so small in instances that you can internalize it. I have internalized a lot. and uh, And I'm just now, at 30, four years later, um, taking steps to get back to that girl. When I arrived here, I was, couldn't nobody tell me shit. I was so confident, not in a cocky way, but very confident, head on straight, very assured, listening to Beyonce's grown woman on repeat. The world was my oyster. Yes, this city was stressful, Mm -hmm. but I was going with the flow. I got here playing, literally going with the flow, come what may. That was my attitude, come what may. And there has been instances here that, like I said, have diminished my spirit, that I feel like have chipped away at my spirit like a like an ice pick, mm-hmm. like if, if you know, like an mm-hmm. iceberg just chipped away at it where I feel like it, it, at times I don't know myself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like I know myself like in a professional setting, but when I'm home alone, like beyond in pretty hurts, when you're alone all by yourself and you're lying in your bed, reflection stares right into you. Are you happy with yourself? Okay. Mm. You strip Ooh. away all Ooh. the pain. The Jesus. masquerade has been changed. Mm-hmm. Are you happy? I think those are the lyrics. I have to sing it to know. But anyway, um, I think you're right. So yeah, that that is something that I'm I'm fighting to get back to, so you're and getting, not okay. and not in the sense of me being naive because I was very green. I wasn't green like a dumbass because I mean I had experienced things. I had worked in the industry. I am from Chicago. Like I but wasn't LA was like, new, yeah. right? You're in, so a, I wasn't you're in like, a new city. I wasn't totally green and mm-hmm. like oh trusting the stranger with the candy. Like I wasn't a dumbass. But, uh, <laughs> but I got some stories. I wasn't <laughs> a dumbass. <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, I want to get the, back like, the to that optimism. Big eyes, yeah. Yes, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, yeah, minus the naivete mm-hmm. of it. Um, and then the second part of the question was, am I happy today? Yeah, Not are you happy, but do, do you, you like are you kind of you? bringing that back, or do you want to leave that person no, Well, there the are past? aspects of me that will never return. Mm-hmm. There are aspects of me that I, I'm, I have just totally shed, and I'm working on speaking of also letting things go. I'm working on getting rid of you all. Heard me talk about this for the last two shows. Dominant negative thought patterns. I'm really trying to rid myself of that and do the work to get through that so that I can lead a more productive, happy, peaceful life and not be not be a walking statistic because I've told myself that I am right. subconsciously mm-hmm. over and over and over again because of all of the content that I ingest on a daily basis from Twitter, from Facebook that tells me trans women don't live past 35 and black women are the least desired on dating apps and yeah, all Cause of the universe things. hears that. Well, yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. but it's hard to separate yourself <clears throat> from that and tell yourself it's, you have to do affirmations to say, I am not a statistic. I am an exception. Mm-hmm. That's one of my affirmations. I'm not a black statistic. I am not a statistic. Um, and so, but I had gotten sucked up in that. 
Um, and also, am I happy today? I mean, yeah, I am. Things could always be better. Mm. But I'm very content with 30-year-old Char. Like I said, I've been 30 for five months as of today. Mm -hmm. And I am content with the trajectory of this year. Uh, more so personally than professionally. Professionally, you know, it's cute. You mm -hmm. know, I've, I've still been I'm making strides. 2018. Yeah, it's I've cute. been making strides yeah. professionally. Mm -hmm. But my biggest, Same. my biggest <laughs> crowning moments this year have by far been personally because I've been trying new things and I've been actively leading without fear and without doubt. I love the and dating just, Char. I love when Char goes on dates. Just, mm. I mean, it's it's a mixed bowl. But I mean, I'm not giving up hope. Okay. And I'm having fun. It gives me a nice distraction. I don't have to be at home. You're lighter. I don't have to be. She is. You're lighter. I wonder how she noticed that. I'm lighter. We're talking about her like she's not in the room. Right. What do you mean I'm lighter? <laughs> lighter. Like, you, I feel like last year. because You, you were about dark. <laughs> you were. <laughs> girl. Like, for real. You were, you were, I, you, you were dark. And you it was just like, I could just oh, tell. Really? Just and like your energy. You guys want to hang around me? No. no it wasn't it was like that. It was just like concern. Yeah. Well, when I first moved here, I was dating a lot. And then there were things that happened. There were certain traumas that happened that I couldn't ignore right. um, along the way. And it, it takes time. There's no expiration date on when. It's not, no like, oh, after 90 days, you should be over that. Right, like, right, right. Absolutely. We're all working through our own stuff. And there were things that I was exposed to as a trans woman dating cis men mm -hmm. that, uh, like I said, there were certain traumas and triggers that I, it just took me a, a minute to get through. Right. Um, and now I'm just like, I'm just, can't nobody tell me that I'm not that bitch because I know I'm that I bitch. I feel like it's like I know a, I'm the prize. Like, remember when Kendall turned 25 and it was like quarter Ooh. Kendall? Oh, quarter Kendall. Okay, I feel yeah. like it's like a, what is it? Trente Char? Who? Anyways, um, so, <laughs> amen. I like bright Char. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I, 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 yeah well, on her thanks. birthday, I, I, I noticed it. I was like, okay, this year is this a new Char because mm -hmm. I hadn't seen her like this. She said, fuck it. TT's birthday party when you first partied with me. Are you kidding me? That was, that was four years ago. That was like, you were like in it to win it. And I was like, this is going to be a new year for Shaw. And now she's years. upside down shaking at Shalonza's party. Yes, yes. In a warehouse. I love it. I think, think the things have ha I, ca I can't ignore the things that have happened in Los Angeles professionally and personally within the, these last four years that have that contributed to Absolutely. me being, I guess, that dark girl that you Absolutely. all um, mentioned. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just what it is today. Amen. I could kind of uh, reconcile with what Pierre was saying about being a savage and kind of career having to alter that especially in the route that it started going as far as like advocacy and like stuff like that, because these are like giant companies mm -hmm. and, you know, Pierre, you're a rap artist. I was more in a setting where it was like conferences right. and like the coin <laughs> galas. Like we're going to have you the keynote speaker. And I'm like, okay, but I'm really like a rat in real life. And so I thought that I had to kind of, mold myself into this person and not be so cat 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 like I was before um especially in college shit like I was borderline a you mess you gotta leave college in college that's the I thing. know but the there's a lot of when you try to drag college when once you've walked across but there was a lot of characteristics about me like including confidence that kind of started to dwell away oh, from me, me because I thought that I could not be myself in certain spaces and I needed to quote unquote grow up, but there's just certain characteristics that just need to stick with you. Cause that's just who you are. Mm -hmm. And I think that I was just really trying to conform to what 
I thought and what society kind of taught me to be. What does 25 look like? What does 30 look like? What does oh, my yes. attitude oh, need yeah. to be? Oh, yeah. And how do I navigate through this world? Because in my head, I expected myself to have this, so I have to act this way. But kind of like we were saying about the dating, I started acting a way that really wasn't me because that of what I quote unquote. To who yeah. You were. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's like, because I was acting, going towards what I wanted, but that's not really what I wanted. It's what I was told I wanted. Yeah. And so. I could definitely reconcile with kind of like me being such a sharp tongue and kind of having a few years, mostly in between 25 and like 29 and a half, where I was even told by certain clients that you needed to calm down on Twitter. And I was like, oh, you don't want to see my old Twitter because I'm mild right now. I've never been told that, but I know, I think I know my limit. Yeah, you, like, yeah I know, you're I know very conscious the, of what you I, tweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know me. You know how I don't But have it. you always been conscious? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Always. See, no, I my, was. My entire life, I've never done anything. I don't think I've ever done or said anything that I can't stand by. But I, I think took a media only, training I, class in eighth grade. And right. I, I was about that to that say. Kinda like, that's exactly what I'm about to I'm say. I'm serious. I did. And I think that that kind of, that stuck has always with stuck See, with me, me, how I navigate. I am responsible for X, Y, and Z. Um, if I'm sending this nude out, no, no, no faces, Tattoos. no, t- no mm-hmm. distinct marks, because this will one day resurface. Right. You See, know, college you Pierre always... is blocked by everybody on Twitter, and now I'm in the entertainment industry, and oh. all my peers and Nini's like, let me follow. Yeah. <laughs> so I always Nini get follow scared you? when I'm meeting people, and they're like, oh, let me follow you. I'm like, shit, am I blocked because I used to be a troll in college? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I'm talking about everybody. I wasn't a troll. I was just having fun. And I didn't have any limitations to my fun. But But you always wanted to be like a journalist. I haven't slipped up. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I didn't have that trajectory. I knew that I wanted to be in the public eye. And I knew that. But that's how my mom governs herself. And my mom and I have a lot of parallels with my mom mom being an administrator she kind of ingrained in my sisters and i like we knew how to act in school and there were things to differentiate and that's not like i said that's not to say such a delta oh my god (laughs) that's not to say that i don't have things out there that are woo you know but for the most part i'm like 98 percent of the time i'm conscious every time i hit tweet every time i hit enter yes i had uh, an event that i did who the headliner was a very famous um artist and i had to go back and search what i had said about this person oh i do it all and i had time. to delete all of it because i was like oh my god like if yeah. this ever popped up i'm typically i really Ooh. don't really well yes i do let me not lie and they're all I, funny. Say, I really don't drag people but i really i was not on twitter like and i try to come from a place of relatability and introspection unless you're just trash like chris brown or inflammatory mm. like kanye omari west inflammatory and unnecessary Ooh. but listen everybody has their like i mentioned last week on the show before we move on I know the responsibility behind this hot mic and everybody behind a hot mic steps in it. Everybody has their day in the court of public opinion. Mm-hmm. Everybody, whether you are Oprah, Diane Sawyer, Wendy Williams, Barbara w- Walters, everybody has their day in court. And I know that mine will come. And, and I'm going to be right there tweeted, disgusting. I know. <laughs> You're going to Anderson Cooper me. Anderson Cooper. And that we're making a Kathy Griffin reference. If you did not see Kathy's appearance on the Wendy Williams show, I urge you to go to YouTube and pull it up. And The View. By the way, really quickly before we move on, people were being ridiculous with trying to cancel Issa Rae. And and that's where my question earlier came from. Like, when do you cancel people? Because a lot of people were ready to cancel her, but some for of what? us... She did. There was a, a satirical book, "Awkward Black Girl." That was I don't want to throw it away because I don't. I don't know who I'm she offended. Quickly. I'm moving quickly. 
There was a satirical book that she uh, and comical that she released named uh, Awkward Black Girl. This yeah. is before the inception of Insecure, but mm-hmm. you know that was her brand. Yeah. It's three years ago, and she basically was encouraging black women to date Asian, Asian men man. because statistically, both parties are the least desired on social media. I mean, on, on dating apps, so why not link up and procreate and do whatever? People recently found this passage and have been dragging her and trying to boycott her, and the thing is, I just what? didn't think that it was fair if you had not read the book or understood the context or the tone in which things were said. And I saw a funny jokes saying that, what, Issa didn't know you can't make those comments unless they're over a trap beat, because hello, Lil Wayne, Kevin Hart, like Issa had garnered more fire for that little passage in that book than all of the colorist shit that men say, right. that Kevin Hart has said, that Lil Wayne has said, but that's that was the joke. Like, you yeah. gotta say that over a trap beat for it to be acceptable. That means that I am sensitive. That's literally exactly she was trending what on Twitter. I don't see yeah. how you missed that. Yeah, It was a busy day. It, she was trending was it Tuesday? for like two days. Really? Two days she was uh-huh. trending. I thought it was her smile. Top ten. And it went right over my head because I'm not canceling Issa anytime soon. It was soon. stupid. Nick, Don't say nothing crazy, Issa. <laughs> I'm not. No, Issa is, a, is an, an ally for real, for real. Mm-hmm. An accomplice. Yes. Okay, so let's move on to what I got for Pierre. So, Pierre, I have a series of questions for you. Um, and then we're going to play a quick game. So, really quickly, I know that you have... You, you mentioned that you're hosting Pride. Oh, yeah. Los Angeles Pride. When is Pride? <laughs> it's June 9th, June 10th. I will be the host, the MC on the Boulevard stage in which we have... Who are our headliners? Oh, my God. I'm Carrie so, Hilson. We have Carrie Hilson. Thank you, Char. Miss Carrie, Eve. Baby. We have... Oh, um, Eve is performing. Um, is it LaKay 47 or LaKai 47? The no rap clue. Money. I got money. The ghetto. I don't listen to the ghetto. <laughs> she's so good. She's so oh, good. I know that song. Yeah, it's she's so good. Yeah. She's headlining. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have a good time. I'm super excited. Eve is performing for real. Eve, yeah. Eva. Eve. Oh. Eve. Um, with the. Oh, I'm gonna have to the be titty there for paw that. print. Yeah, yeah she's writer. the co-host on the talk. Oh, she's she's she official replaced, now. Yeah, she replaced Aisha Tyler back in September at the what? beginning of this season. We're gonna have a good talk. That's so be good. I can't wait to interview her because I know I will. Um, and Come on, so plug. you also have with me. you also have a uh, upcoming performance with Terrence in during Memorial Day. Tell us about Shout that. Shout out and where to we can TC get tickets. Got it. Um, so we are performing at the Color Block Music Fest in Dominican Republic. I always say Dominic Republican, but it's the Dominican. Oh it, it's the, <laughs> the DR. The, the DR. I always say DR. DR. Mm-hmm. Neighbors Haiti. Punta Cana. Um, we are performing at the Color Block Music Fest. We are one of the headliners along with, um, what's the guy from Medea play, Terrell? He's the black guy. Oh. oh, that father. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, um, Does he have an album? I think he do. Okay. I'm performing. Um, <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, shout out to TT Got It. Me and TT are performing. Um, we, I don't know if I'm going to say that. I was are you going to drop on Twitter like the package deals and costs? And Yeah, we ha- we have. We've been doing that. So if you go on colorblockmusicfest.com, all the packages are there. However, if you use promo code FREAKYBOYS, F-R-E-A-K-Y-B-O-I-Z, you get a discount. Um, the rooms are amazingly beautiful as well as it's it's pretty cheap to mm-hmm. because it's everything is included. Your meals, your room. Your, so it's all inclusive. It's all inclusive. Everything. And they it, got about twenty five days, twenty days to yep, get on. It's Memorial it. Day weekend. If y'all ain't doing nothing. Head to the DR. And you know that's 
every the DR is the place for the gays for Memorial Day weekend. Besides the the Sizzle. domestic Miami shit, Sizzle. the domestic shit, the DC and Miami, DC, but yeah. the international Never been. DR. Um, yeah, and I it's f- gonna be fun, and you guys are gonna get some new shit. Okay. Oh, I didn't want to say Come that, on, but I fresh might as well music. say we've been sneaking around. Okay. <laughs> Um, I thought you were going to add something. Were you not? Um, I was. Actually, yeah, I actually did the um, event last year. I was in Puerto Rico before it got. You up. went to the one that, um, oh, I'm thinking of. Wasn't this. Brandy there? Yeah, Brandy. You didn't go to the event where, like, they they f- ripped everyone out their money, did they? That's Fry Fest. Okay. No, <laughs> not Ja Rule. That was a straight event, right? No, they went no. there and it was just tents and That was in DR. And bread and cheese. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> happy for you. Congratulations. <laughs> Damn, girl. Okay, so Pierre, really quickly, I have some rapid fire questions and we're going to play Fuck, Mary Kill. So, <laughs> what is the worst career advice that you ever received? Oh, shit. Um... Char, why you didn't send me these? <laughs> it's rapid fire. Go on. What is the worst career no advice I've ever received? Oh, uh, I get a lot. I'm trying to think of one, but it's it's mostly from those social media people. They always like who? Fuck, I can't think of one ever received. Like you can always go back to school for teaching. Ever received. Just one. Just one. You don't get bad advice. It's all good. I do, but I it's from family. When you think of, oh, shit. Let me think of the ghetto shit my family tell me. Oof. Oh, besides, a lot of people, um, and it may not be bad to the listeners, but they always tell me, I, I hate when people tell me to keep a job until, until I, something. Until something. Mm-hmm. I, I hate that. I hate that. They're just trying to look out for financial security. But, but I, I, I believe <laughs> that you will never. I will. I, I don't think people will ever, ever get a new job unless they don't have a job. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if you don't but like see, something, I've been, I've been always told that it's easier to get a new job if you already have a job. And where's the facts to that? Because yeah. I'm, I know I've been sitting behind a desk before looking for a job, never finding one, and, and no one. Yeah. And next thing you know, I've been working here for three years. Yeah, I've never mm-hmm. worked at a place for longer than. But I, I hate when people. I actually, I take that back. My current production company, I've been there for two years, yeah. on and off. Yeah, I hate, when, I hate when people freelance. <laughs> yeah, it's freelance. Stay somewhere or do something I don't like. want to do. Mm-mm. Okay, so what's been your most awkward celebrity encounter? Oh, I was going to say Andy, but that wasn't that awkward. Andy, Andy, what's his last Cohen? name? Cohen. Andy Cohen in um in New York, he ran into TTNI or we ran into him, I don't know, but he knew of us. And he just kept hitting us on our chest really, really hard. Like, oh. <laughs> what? He's like, oh, yeah, I know you guys. And, like, he was just punching us really, really hard. You and I didn't get to be bartenders and, after suffering and, that And abuse? I was trying to be excited to see him. But it was like, I'm dude, catch your you breath. are hitting me. And I'm about to that's beat why, you. That's why you're a Kanye <laughs> apologist. <laughs> oh, Pierre would have whooped his ass. Exactly. So, um. Uh, what are some pet peeves? What are like your top three pet peeves? I know these are a lot of negative questions. Wow! But <laughs> damn, now I got the drive back. I'm asking home, because my... you know the good ones are. That's what people predict. So what are uh, pet peeves? Like with okay, um, give me, give me. If you can't think of three, just give me one. Okay, because we're running on time. Okay. 
Bird is like, hurry up. <laughs> um, I don't like shit. You don't like shit? I don't like Scat? anything. Scat play? Oh, I got God, to pick James. three. Pick one. If you, Yeah, just pick one. I don't like. You said people earlier. I don't like people. So people are a pet peeve. No. <laughs> no um, An annoying habit, something that someone does. I know it has something to do with talkers, but. <laughs> Talking? Annoying. I don't like people. Okay, one of my pet peeves is people who don't see both sides of stories. Okay. Yeah. Open-mindedness. <laughs> Look at Char. No, I, because I know this isn't directed at me. I see both sides of stories. I'm yeah. just not always interested in hearing the other <laughs> yeah. side, especially if the other side is invested in my erasure. But, Shout out to yeah. Mason. Um, <laughs> That's um, a pet peeve of mine. So what has been the biggest hurdle that you've had to uh, overcome? This can be career or personal. Oh, I'm going to cry. Um, stop, Jace. I'm I'm sensitive. Um. What a lot of people don't know, because they always ask Terrence, me and Terrence for new music and stuff, but um, for a while, especially moving, maybe it was me being new to L.A., but I was going through a lot of mental shit. Like It'll do that to you. Oh, it'll mm-hmm. do that to you. And for a long period of time, and I've never told nobody, so here's for the kids and tell. <laughs> um, but for a long periodically time, I was feeling ugly. And um, LA will do that to you too. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a serious Listen. ugly, like the ugly where compliments. When people gave me compliments, I was thinking like in one ear out the other. Like, are you looking at the right person? And that stopped. That put halt to a lot of me and TT music because we're known for visuals. Right. And I don't want to record a music video if I feel ugly. So I was going through that for a long periodically time. And I was going, I was no longer 25. And you know, after 25, men, we blow up. So I was getting thick. I was going into my daddy's oh, stage. Mm. And I was really felt like I wasn't comfortable with myself. And I was battling that for a long time. And now I'm out of it and I'm happy. And I think I look good and these hoes be on me. Oh, so. my mama. I think it happens. I was looking, every time a Facebook memory comes up from even two years ago, I'd be like, damn, I was a skinny lady. Exactly. It's like <laughs> my cheekbone Compared, was thick, okay. man. Mm-hmm. I had one chin. Um, okay, so uh, <laughs> um, last question. What's a hidden talent that you have? <laughs> oh. That one's not hidden. What? Jace been coming for you this whole show. Jace, you better stop fighting tell no, all your naughty P-P. secrets. Yes. Everyone knows. So I can read tell the book. everything that you said to me on Jack. Ooh. That's fine. Pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got kidding. no secrets to Char, hide. what is one of my hidden talents? Because I was going to say writing, but I feel like everybody knows I write. I don't know. You what? write what? Your songs? Poetry, or TV. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's been a uh, screenwriter. Yeah, screenwriter. Uh, so I don't know if that's I mean, hidden. Edited, but um, damn, what is a good hidden talent? I can braid hair. You can. Yeah. Come on, Rachel Dolezal. Char never lets me. Because Pierre's not going to play in my head. Char always tells me. I have my beautician. (laughs) Shout out to T.T. Gotti. I can't. T.T. be laying my braids. And um, I cheer. Oh, yeah. So maybe. Okay, so we're going to move on to a quick game of Fuck, Mary Kill. It's only about five or six questions before we get to the KT kudos and get out of here. Yes. So I know that you love Avengers. Oh, and we have Kate. Do we still have KT mail? We'll do it next episode. Okay, we'll save it for next week. Yeah. 
because this episode is like three hours. Okay. So, uh, the prince is in town. So we have fuck Mary Kill. I know that you like uh, the superhero stuff. I went to go see Avengers: Infinity War, and Shar did not block me. I was so I kept checking. Well, what? I went on because th- Pierre lo- oh, loves spoiling movies because uh-huh. I see movies way earlier most times before people. I was prepared to fully block him because I do not enjoy spoilers. And right. last time Char blocked me and I remember getting a request. Like Char <laughs> says so is now following you on so I'm like, this bitch. Because really? I wasn't I was not going to do, I do not enjoy spoilers. I'm I don't like, like when I people agree with used you. to record like Beyonce shows and stuff and, and drop like I don't need to know the set list. I don't I like the element of surprise. But anyway, I went to go see Infinity War at ten PM like an idiot on Thursday. Didn't get home to nearly one. Oh yeah. And it's a difference. This is random, but it's a difference when you're up and when you're you're up to 1 a.m. when you're in your house versus when you're outside because I could barely function the next day. Like, that's how tired I was because I was out at the theater mm-hmm. to like 1 a.m. versus I stay up to 1 all, all the time that energy in my pajamas sage. in my bed mm-hmm. and I'm fine. But anyway, so fuck, Mary kill. So I have three people from the new Avengers Infinity War, which is in theaters now. If you all have not seen it, I feel bad for you because spoilers have been all over social media. So Thanos, Hulk, or Thor... Why have to be the ugly people? I purposely did. Oh, wait till we get to the other people. Like oh. this Char, that is so, why do you do so shit random? like that? Because I know your type and I was trying <laughs> to divert away from That's that. So, so, um, Thanos, none of them are my type. It, no, does, it doesn't matter. None you, of them are my type. You have to play the game. Is that BCL? I, I would kill Thanos. Okay. I would marry Thanos. Oh, that mean I would have to fuck Hulk. No, shit. <laughs> With the hammer. <laughs> hey. <laughs> shit. I would. I know for you know what. I would fuck Thanos. I would marry Thor. I would kill Hulk. You don't want the green peen? No. Mm-hmm. All right. Because the that's next not healthy, one. Baby. Chicago edition. <laughs> fuck Mary Kill. Kanye West. Chance the Rapper. Twista. Oh. <laughs> kill Twista. Oh. <laughs> Fuck Kanye, Mary Chance. That's easy. Chance is such okay. a like, a, you know my type. All He's right. shorter than me and a baby. He's a pretty boy. Y'all got to stop saying the word baby. I am not Sorry. a pedophile. I like young, young. I like younger boys. Fuck I am not Mary like Kill, children. The New York edition. <laughs> DMX, Fifty Cent, Diddy, Mary Diddy. Come on, Cassie. Or like their Oh, DMX. Oh, DMX. <laughs> Which DMX? Which DMX? Belly DMX or Ayala. Or Ayala. You don't get to speak to me. I'm going to just go ahead and kill. Again. I'm going ahead and kill DMX because. And so you sleep I, with 50 Cent. And I will sleep with 50 Cent. Vivica said it was He does good. like anal play. And um, my girl, my possibility model, fucked him. Che- Chelsea Handler. Oh, God. <laughs> I like her. This is why he's a Kanye apologist, talking about Chelsea as his possibility. But anyway, uh, <laughs> fuck, Mary kill. Hollywood, West Coast edition. I'm so glad you're not naming people I know personally. Will Smith, <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr., Dr. Dre. Oh, that's a tough one. They're all you better kill Dr. Dre. I'm going to kill Dr. Thank Dre. Thank you. I'm going to fuck... Cuba, or oh, is it Cuba? Cuba. Cuba. Depends on where you're at. Exactly. <laughs> and then I'm gonna marry. Says Cuba Gooding Jr. I'm gonna marry Will. <laughs> is his real name William? William Smith. I'm I gonna marry. Sure. Might be Willard. Will. He's the first person. He's the first rapper to receive a Grammy. Wait, he's the first. Yeah. 
All right, and the last but not least, fuck Mary Kill, Tyrese, Dave Chappelle, oh, and Forrest Whitaker. Is that the dark skin edition, baby? <laughs> no, <laughs> Forrest isn't dark. Shit. He's the one with the eye, right? Yep. <laughs> oh, gee. Left He's eye. He's black, the Black Panther. Okay, kill him. Okay. <laughs> oh, Chappelle is not my type either. But well, I'll sleep with him. You sleep with Chappelle. Ooh. Oh, that mean I got to marry Tyrese? No, we gonna do that again. <laughs> I'll marry Chappelle, I'll fuck Tyrese, and I'll kill... Forrest Whitaker. Forrest. Poor Forrest. He's probably a sweetheart. That's my problem now. Yep. Um, mm, so well. we're going to whoever wrote in we're going to save your letter for next week and we're going to move on to the KT kudos and get on up out of here alright time for the kiss and tell kudos alright so this week's KAT kudos goes to Vaughn from TMZ if you guys haven't watched the interview already from TMZ um, we talked about earlier Vaughn was the one that was able to articulately check Kanye West in the uh, newsroom Vaughn Lathan Von Lathan, there we go. He um, yeah, he did, and I think that I hope that Connie it looked like he received it, he did. but he did not. I don't think so. Visually, it looked like he did. Um, Those tweets, say but then otherwise. he got on some other show today, info something. I don't know, but yeah, just kudos to him for being able to kind of be that one did of the take only. Balls. Yeah. To step up the Kanye in West, an environment like that, right, that right. Tiny newsroom. Harvey is a Trump supporter, and, and there's a lot of white people in there. And, uh, yeah, to confront not only someone, but a celebrity. Right. You know, yeah. So, shout out to him. And, and kudos, a, and a, thank you. And a, a friend. Well, I wouldn't say friends, but they personally know each other. Yeah. And a celebrity that's perceive, perceivably off their rocker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Kudos goes to Vaughn. He also has a podcast. Does which, he? of course, he used that opportunity to promote. I don't blame him, though. If I were viral and had all these celebrities shouting me out, you all better listen to the cat radio. Um, okay, and per the usual. Oh, I'm really excited. Uh, by the way, it's still under development, but com is back up. It's a ooh, new ooh. site. <gasps> you can go to either All About Char. I own both domains now. So okay. All About Char. Backstory, I, purchased, I, I, I got Char the website for Christmas in 2015. 15. Aw, that's so sweet. Because when she came out here, I kept saying, you need a website, you need a website. She kept saying, I'm going to get it. On Christmas, she was heading home to Chicago. I was like... I sent her a Google link uh-huh. so it wouldn't say it. I was like, click this link, and it was her website, charsetso.com, so and it had her picture up there saying Merry Christmas. I've actually done that before. And, and she I cried. Uh-huh. So, oh, at the she just kept crying. I had to hang up on her because she leads you by hung emotion. Up on her. That's Fuck what, you. That's, you didn't listen? Uh, so, yeah, charsetso.com. I'm trying to retrieve. Uh, shout out to Jason on Twitter. He gave me this website where. I can kind of ret- retrieve old posts, even from a defunct site. Hmm. Um, and so I've been looking at some of my old posts, but they have not been any of my essays. Like I used to write a lot of essays. and They've just been like celebrity news, like via love be Scott. And da-da-da. like I'm trying to get to my my like Glee experience and my is it enough? Oh, I like, think I know where, where I those had, are. I yeah, think I had I a lot of good you. stuff. Okay. But you know Cody? What? You say you know Cody? Mm-hmm. Okay. All in all, I got charsesso.com back. So you guys can either go to either or. When you go, it just plays my reel. Like I said, it will be developed. My logo is up. It's My logo is the same thing you see on Instagram. So, yeah, the, the, the wheels are turning. They're turning slowly. But, I mean, might as well do it the right way instead of the quick way. So uh, <laughs> um, okay. before we get out of here, 
Pierre, where can we find you? I'm Prince Charming P everywhere on all social media. Also, since we're talking about websites, visit, please visit airfareapp.com. It's a new app I'm creating. It allows you to travel and book flights with while only paying a portion of the cost up front and the rest in installments. It's a good app and it's black owned because I'm a Negro. Amen. That's dope. You can find Jace everywhere at Jace Barron, and you can find me, of course, everywhere Char says so. All S's. Be sure to rate and subscribe. Use hashtag KT Radio when interacting with us. And yeah, we're and hold on, day. I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge everyone this week to share with a friend. Share yeah. this. Share an share, episode. Share this long ass lengthy share episode. Or just all of them. Tell them anything that you would like. Yeah. Every single listener, share with a friend this week. I challenge you to do that. Or challenge someone to subscribe to the Apple Music channel. Maybe we should do. Oh, excuse me. I just got indigestion. Maybe oh. we should do some sort of giveaway. We'll think about what it. What am I going to give away? My apartment? No, I have things that <laughs> a I have. Ticket to nice, LA Pride. Nice thing. Are you going to donate one? Yeah, I can. Okay. But what's gonna be the? We'll talk. We'll talk off air. <laughs> also, Jason and I have a, a an announcement that we'll be making probably in like two weeks. Woo mm-hmm. <laughs> woo. So yeah. All now. right, guys. I love us for real. Until next week. TTYL. Bye. <laughs>